Hi everybody, yeah, welcome. This is Quinn Spiracy. Yes, I'm I'm still doing these and my name's Anthony Quinn. It would have to be me. And dude, I have a I have a, a new comedy friend that's on this podcast with me right now. Mike Moran, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me. Dude. We did a great podcast, and you know a lot of people. You know, when I say a lot, I mean a few. <laughs> Contacted well, it's all me and said this guy's funny and stuff, and I said, I'm "Yeah, good. thank you." Yeah. yeah, my my mom really enjoyed it. She said it was hilarious. <laughs> I'm not making that up. She really did. <laughs> I know she did, pal. Okay, <laughs> I know she did. Um, tell your mom I said thanks so much, oh, well. and uh, to tell her friends about Anthony Quinn, and uh, how much I say my name. <laughs> um, yeah, so I asked Mike to be on, and um, you know I kind of contact him last minute a lot because he's one person I've been wanting to do one with, and uh, my schedule's been kind of screwed up. So uh, you know, here we are. I asked him, and he was free. And uh, you're a pretty busy fucking guy, no? Uh, I, you know, it's, I don't know. It's hard to say because that's I, a busy, I, that's what busy people say. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing is like, I, I feel like I, uh, I have like more non work time than, a, than in a long time lately. You know what I mean? Like I have a lot of, I don't have to be working at, at a real job all that much at this point in my life. That might change soon. Wow. Poor but, guy. Fucking I know, pandemic, I know, the world's ending. <laughs> but I fill that time with a lot of a lot of things that I just kind of need to do for myself, as I'm sure you understand as an artist. Yeah. You know, I got to be, I just have like a handful of projects that I have to be working on, and I work pretty hard at them. And they're not always, you know, and it's not easy for me because, you know, even though these are fun uh, passion projects, there's still something in me that, you know, it would rather just not do the work, you know, like I just want the fun part of it and it's a struggle to do the actual work. Um, but I make myself do it. And, uh, yeah, so that fills up a lot of time. So I, you know, I got a lot of stuff going, but I, I, I don't know, man, I'll tell you, like there, there's no looking back, like when I was like a college student and working, full-time in a restaurant like that was stressful you know what i mean like that was that was difficult this is this is much easier <laughs> so you're living a nice life dude thanks for bragging yeah. jesus hey what can i say you gotta uh you know you might want to burn I, your yeah things are kind of nice for me right now you Don't might want to burn that yourself you might want to burn yourself with a cigarette later, man. You know, like <laughs> I think you're losing well, your edge. <laughs> what are you gonna say? Go ahead. Well, so, it, 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 sometimes it's a really good thing that nothing has gone wrong recently for me because I because it's already hard enough <laughs> for me to be able to do life when everything's going right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, sometimes, Mike. I think uh, I'm the he- I'm the healthiest when. Things are kind of in the middle. Right, right. You need a challenge sometimes. Yeah. But that's that's for me why I need to like set up daily goals to work on because, you know, that's a challenge in and of itself. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, Mike Moran is my friend. He's from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. 
And, right. um, you know, he's, he's booked down there. Go see him. And he's actually um, very involved in, like, helping people with anxiety and depression. He's got a, a Facebook uh, group about it. Please go to that. And you got a new Facebook group, right? Uh, yeah, we're working on something called Whatever the Hell Works for You Recovery. And basically, it's um, I don't I don't even know what it's going to be yet. You know, I don't know if, it's, if we're going to have a Zoom meeting or a, a real meeting or if it's I don't know what we're going to do with it. But right now, it's just a Facebook page, and uh, you know, it's it's for people. It's like an alternative. It's really for anybody who is is in recovery at all. Whether you're into twelve step, whether you hate twelve step, whether you are you know California sober, just whatever works for you. You know, we we just want to create like a shame-free, positive, uplifting place for people's sobriety, no matter what that looks like, you know, and I'm reluctant to use the word sobriety because, you know, we're not even necessarily, you know, a lot of us uh, don't count, uh, you know, certain, there there's certain drugs that we find to be beneficial for ourselves that don't lead us back to our, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of people don't, drug. A lot of people don't like the term sobriety in NA. It's like a swear word. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Like if you go to an NA meeting and you're an AA person and you use sobriety, people get bent uh. out of shape. Um, there's all these little things. This is what I was going to say Say real quick. Um, the thing I like about your other group too, and I'm sure that I'll like about this one is there's not a lot of imposed stuff like that. Um, it's always important to remember when you're dealing with people that suffer from these things, no matter how well they're doing or no matter how well they sound, they're still sick too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's uh, the attitude I take is if it doesn't hurt anybody, it's none of my business. So it's like, Whoa. you know. <laughs> that sounds some like, like some like, <laughs> some, you trying to forget some shit? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's just like, you know, it's, uh, it's, there's so much, you know, it's, the recovery zeitgeist is such that there's a lot of like shame involved yeah. that seems kind of useless for me. In a lot oh of ways. yeah, absolutely. And again, I don't, I don't even hate 12 the 12 step world at all i've gotten a lot from it i still uh participate in, in it somewhat but uh we gotta stop telling people that their sobriety doesn't count because of this that or this you know what i mean if you if you've gotten off of heroin and and, and you're told that that you're you're not really sober because you still smoke weed sometimes i say go to hell you are doing the best possible thing you can do for yourself i do not care if you blaze up a bong every now and again well well when somebody came up to me out of nowhere the other day and they were like i don't even know how it started but they were you know they're having a tough time and they're not somebody that you know qualifies as any really uh any of the drug stuff but they mm -hmm. definitely you know suffer from codependence and they could definitely sure. get a lot out of al-anon but what they said, and this isn't the first time I've heard this from a non-program person, is they said the serenity prayer is one of the most beautiful things I've ever read in my life. Yeah, it's yeah, I, I definitely am into it, you know. So as, as I, mean, a meditation I think I think that's a little that's a prayer, little you know? little that's a little strong, but I mean still it's a it's a beautiful thing. If you're wondering about twelve step culture, um, mm -hmm. you know, that's the best part of it right there, that and the slogans. If you stick with the serenity prayer and the slogans, you may have a shot. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, again, I say whatever the hell works for you. If the program works for you, then God bless you. I just want people to not be dying from uh, the disease of addiction and alcohol, however the hell that, that looks, you know. Yeah, and you know, now, uh, you know, addiction for the first time in many, many, many eons. I don't know how long an eon is. <laughs> um, Me neither. It was, it's actually considered as a psychiatric condition. It took a long time. But it's really leaning towards that. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's a lot of politics because they don't want people being able to just say they're disabled because right, they're right. an addict and stuff like that. So, right. you know, a lot of that's... Anyway, all right, enough of this serious talk, pal. Okay. <laughs> Stop it with your 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 intellect. <laughs> Stop it with how you help people in smart ways. Stop it with that stuff. You're on conspiracy now, pal. <laughs> All right, so so Mike, uh, you know, I ask people this question sometimes. Uh, are you a conspiracy guy? Uh, I I am more of a skeptic, honestly. <laughs> I'm fascinated by conspiracies. In fact, I write for Skeptic Magazine sometimes, which I just found out Johnny Depp reads. So maybe he's read some of my stuff. Whoa, um, JD. Yeah, yeah. What do you know that? <laughs> that's how names. he's that's how he's getting through these tough times. <laughs> Yeah, man. If I could, you know, I'll take the smallest thread of, of uh, a link to, to celebrity any way I can get it. Um, Anytime he wants to kill his ex-wife, he just reads Mike Moran. Yeah, that's baby. What I'm yeah. You did it, I pal. Could, you made it. I can exaggerate that tiny little anecdote into something like that. Sure. Um, um, I'm fascinated by conspiracies. I I was somebody who, you know, as a kid. Uh, you know, I kind of my skepticism started on the other side of it, where I was, you know, fascinated with all the conspiracies, all the alien stuff, all the Bigfoots and the Loch Ness, you know, all that stuff. I, I was just very fascinated with, and I believed in. And then I got a little older, and then I started like realizing there was a, you know, a, a skeptical side to all this, which I never really considered. You know, at the time I thought like, well, if it's written in a book, it's got to be true, you know. And so now I'm kind of on the other side, but there are. Some cons- but that doesn't mean that there's no conspiracies in the world. There's definitely conspiracies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's funny. I like asking people that question because I like to see them squirm. <laughs> no matter who I ask that question to, they still squirm a little. Uh, right, right. Because, because, let me just turn this up a little. Because these days, um, everybody's so scared of being like canceled and what the media's perception of them is and all this kind of stuff. Um, and so like conspiracy nuts, not that they deserve not to be, you know, treated like nuts. I'll tell you, 99% of them are, uh, I don't even know. Uh, what you said was that conspiracies fascinate you, dude. That's what it's about. I'm pretty much a skeptic too, but it's, I watch all this flat earth stuff, dude, and I'm addicted to it. I'm (laughs) fucking addicted to it because I can't believe that they have shit to say. (laughs) Right, right. You know what I always wonder is there's got to be, I can't find one, but there's got to be like a group of people that that like refuse to believe that Santa Claus isn't real, you know? Dude, I'm telling you, Mike, uh, the flat earthers, th- this one dude, Jaronism, I watch, I, it's just the guy, belie- he's, t- he's saying, <laughs> you're going to love this one, he's saying that Stonehenge is only like a little over 100 years old. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
guys. Open your well, mind, Mike. You know, something like that is not... That's almost a feasible conspiracy. I mean, obviously that's not true, but things along that those lines can be true as far as like artifacts being faked, you know, yeah. and being being claimed to be older than they actually are, you know. Open I your mind, have, Mike. Open your mind. It's all I am a lie. Open. It's possible. <laughs> uh, you know, and this is what's interesting. What's interesting to me is, dude, I've heard a lot about Stonehenge in my life. I really have. Mm. You know, like it comes up quite a bit. Really? You know, like I'm just saying, like what you'll be watching. What situations are you in where Stonehenge? No, I'm not saying like quite a bit, like every day, but like you know, when they're talking about sciencey stuff or like the wonders of the world, this, right? You know, like you've heard a lot about it, right? No, or you've just heard about yeah, Stonehenge. Yeah, I mean, I know, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm fascinated with that type of stuff, you know, ancient history and you know, just just religious, religious and, kind of artifacts and, and worship. They're you saying know? that like all pretty much history's been a lie. Um, they're saying that like uh, Egyptians survived like so much longer than they're saying. They're saying that like it, it, well, they survived a long ass time. I mean, it wasn't like a five thousand year empire. I dude, you know this is the thing, uh, Mike. Even if I knew the real reported history and I knew <laughs> the other history and I reported them, you know what? Nobody cares. Hmm. Nobody cares. Not quite. You know what you're saying there. If you knew the history and you, but I'm saying like, okay, say I knew the exact date that you're talking about and the exact date that the flat earthers are talking about either date. Nobody these days cares about if it, if it doesn't impact them on a day to day basis. Well, I mean, you know, can you blame them? You're saying the average person, if you go up to them and ask them how long the Egyptian empire (laughs) lasted, (laughs) Wouldn't know for sure, and that's and that's what's wrong with society these days. You're being a pain in my ass. I used <laughs> I used not the best example, but okay. So all right, Mike Moran. I'm Anthony Quinn. This is Quinspiracy. Did we go to the moon? Go. Yeah, we went to the moon. Oh, Mike. Wah, wah. You don't think so? Oh, what do you think Kubrick it's... made it on the set of The Shining? <laughs> oh, dude. I had high hopes for you with this question. <laughs> I, I don't know where it all fell apart. It is. It is. Well, number one, I'll tell you, it, space travel almost does seem fake. I mean, it's like it does, the fact dude. That they made it to the moon in the 1960s without any GPS or anything. No, like there that. was no practice. There was no practice flight. There right, was right. no. It was just one shot. Seven times from the 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 airplanes to being on the moon pretty darn quickly. I will admit, dude. I'm sorry, Mike. I owe you a hug, dude. I owe you a hug. All right. (laughs) We didn't go to the moon, pal. I don't know if I can go to Maryland just for the hug. Um. (laughs) Well, okay. You tell me what. Convince me. (laughs) Um. So. Dude, there's just so much. And this is what attracts me about the flat earthers. It's not that I necessarily think the earth is flat, but they have so much on NASA. And I've talked about this quite a bit on the podcast, but I don't care. Um, They say that they lost all the telemetry data. You know what telemetry data is? Nope. It's like, um, it's basically when you go somewhere, like like the the data that records where you go. It's like... uh, I'm not a, I'm not a technician, but it's telemetry data. Everybody knows that there's telemetry data. They have thirteen thousand reels of it. 
13,000 reels, and they lost them. They lost 700 boxes, gone. Not one of them, right? Okay. okay. They said they erased the original footage f- for space. <laughs> yeah, I do know that like some of the audio, I think, from the first moon landing has been lost, right? No, dude. All the original footage. All of it. No, now, that no, guy jumping. They had it on MTV for years. No, exactly. Exactly. The guy jumping around. On the- no, no, no. No, they have the footage. I'm saying the original footage. Oh, uh, okay. So the. I'm, the, I'm not the saying the you collectors. can't. Of, of course, yeah. It's, could somebody have stolen that? Like, you know, the way they steal, like, fine art or something? No, they, they erased it, dude, because. What, they taped, the- like, uh, Mr. Belvedere over it or something accidentally. <laughs> You know, oh, I was talking about this. Um, you know, Johnny, they lost like a year or two of Johnny Carson's because some idiot was well, like, yeah, we can't be stolen yeah. all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that's well, that's a whole other thing. But I am also fascinated with lost media. Yeah, man. I mean, that guy should be hunted. His his kids should be hunted down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, most of those really good Albert Brooks performances are, are gone. Like, uh, like he, a, couldn't, he couldn't have erased Leno. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> um, so, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so they said, so that's the thing. If they had all the original footage, even with the stuff they have now that they release, these Flat Earthers and these uh, Moon Hoaxers, they, they look at everything. And let me tell you, Mike, the stuff they have is a lot. It's, a, it's too much. They have too much stuff for who the, does the for, flat earthers? Yeah, and the, the they people, have too much stuff on the moon landing. Hopes. Yeah, on the moon landing and on NASA in general. Oh, I, well, convince me then. Give me, give me the rundown. They okay, lost the footage. I just said All they right. were, okay. You know why we haven't gone back to the to the moon? I don't know because they lost the technology for the Saturn rocket. Yeah, you're telling me they just flat out don't know how to get to the moon anymore. Absolutely, look it up. Look it up. These are. This isn't me. This is not Anthony Quinn fabricating anything, mm-hmm. dude. I'm. I'm. I'm too round to fabricate anything. Too round. <laughs> I just had enough energy to to press the record button today for this. <laughs> um. So, yeah, man. I mean, they they have these pictures with them on harnesses, and the guy they have speaking for them. We'd go to the moon in well, a second. Anthony, let, let me ask you this. So, was all the rest of NASA in on this? No. not in, it, it, There's been 500 and something people that have been to space in the world. And every last one of them has kept their mouth shut, is what you're telling me. And that, dude, that's why I'm not, you know, that's what's hard. That's why I haven't slammed the door on it. I'm just saying, how Look, can you there... Can, you can keep, how many conspiracies... Has everyone shut their mouth on? I can name one that I can think of. The Jimmy Hoffa one. Nobody talked with that, right? Yeah. The thing is, man, is is what if there's powers that be, if there's dark men and dark rooms? <laughs> <laughs> what? they do Let's is... Let's leave dark man out of this. What they do is, is they diver- they're diversional. They like to, do, to, you know, to divert everything. So there could be astronauts that never went to space that know nothing about it. So okay, so now we're saying the astronauts maybe were hoaxed as well. Oh, dude, I think. It, it, and then when they get back, you see when right. they get back. You ever see the interview when they get back? The, the 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 they're the first people to ever be on the moon, 
and they looked like they were crapping their pants. <laughs> like they not not that they were scared that they were you know that they, they were, were nervous that they were sitting right? no no that they were sitting it looks like they crapped their pants like they were sitting in crap like they were uncomfortable and it was it was just awkward. Mike, if we went to the moon, me and you, we'd be high-fiving and shit. We'd be hugging. We'd be doing moon dances. We'd be like cabbage patching across. We'd be doing the running man throughout NASA. We'd be telling women, like, wait outside for us, okay? We're busy. <laughs> yeah, this this isn't uh, Motley Crue, Anthony. This is NASA. I don't think they... Uh, no, but this was, the, this was the 60s, dude. The, the late 60s, early 70s. Okay, now I'm picturing, like, a psychedelic, like, uh, you know, go-go dancers, like, different colors, Andy Warhol. You know, the NASA guys just getting down with that. Buzz Aldrin just, like... Uh, Slowly putting a sugar cube of acid onto his tongue. Yeah. We'd be like at the drum circle and shit. <laughs> These guys were nerds, Anthony. Straight up nerds. They, they don't come home and uh, freaking pop the champagne. But when they and, asked uh, them, they were like, did you? twerking on TV. No, I'm serious. Dude, I didn't expect them to do that. But I'd expect them to be kind of happy. They were like, and then they couldn't answer questions like, hey, did you see stars? I don't know. Did we see them? No, we didn't. Like, they asked, I'm. Listen, you know, I, I'm not a gullible, I'm not a gullible person, okay? I know that the, the conspiracy dudes cherry-pick stuff. So I watched the whole interview. And there was a couple times when they smiled. There was a couple times. I mean, they, didn't, they, they weren't about to kill themselves or anything. But it looked, okay. like, it looked like they were lying. Well. It just, I mean. Okay. I mean, what, what signs were they giving that they were lying? They just like they were before they answered something. They would look at each other. Mm. It's like that's like you ever been like married right, people. Well, okay, you convinced me. The moon landing's fake. <laughs> I mean, they look at each other. No, but like you ever been like some married people? <laughs> you ask one of them a question, they got to look at each other before they can yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, that's what right. they were doing. You're a fucking astronaut, and you got to look at somebody else well. to, to say what happened. <laughs> I'm just, I watched, I didn't watch, like I said, I watched the whole thing, and okay. it's, it's weird to me, man. It's strange to me. Okay. Well, you want, to hear a, you want to hear an interesting anecdote along those lines that was recently discovered that was unknown for decades. Okay, let's go. The, you know how The Exorcist was based on a boy from Maryland? All comes back to Maryland. I know. I know about you. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't. That's awesome. And nobody knew who he was for decades and decades. He never did a single interview. And it was just recently discovered in like the last year or two that he uh, was a big wig at NASA. Oh, my God. He's retired now. Wow, that's interesting. I know. That is because there's like a there's like kind of a, a, a space travel uh uh, kind of spin on like you know there's that astronaut that she says you're going to die out up there too in the original Exorcist and a lot of people don't know that that character got his own spin-off novel and uh, movie called The Ninth Configuration which is all about going to space what character? the astronaut at the party when she says you're going to die up there and pees her pants The Exorcist? yeah Oh, oh, they, oh, I don't, yeah, I don't remember the astronaut at the party. Oh, okay, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but that, when I was a kid, that was the scariest. Yeah, the, that, was, yeah. that was the scariest. There was no scarier movie than The Exorcist. 
Well, uh, how old were you when you saw it, though? I was probably like seven. Oh, that's, well, huh. that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> seven or ten? No, maybe I was like nine or ten. I'm trying to remember, dude. It was a long, uh, it was a long time ago, you know. And I was, right. I was a little, little Christian author boy at that time. <laughs> yeah, man, that that movie's so scary that even if you like, it's totally a Christian movie, you know. But like, even if you don't believe in that, it's still terrifying. Does it hold up still, though? I mean, does, yeah, do the do the effects and stuff hold up? I'm sure they it digitally totally, remastered it. No, it totally holds up. I mean, yeah, the, the effects were great for that time. You know, like they didn't overdo it. And uh, they actually, they, there's a newer version where he added uh, some some things, which you know, usually that's a, a real big red flag. Don't worry, there's not Jar Jar like at the at the Exorcism or anything like that, but. <laughs> There's, uh, he added like some, and, and people actually kind of like that version better, where there's like, uh, the demon face kind of just pops up here and there, and it's pretty spooky. I love that when people are like, hey, how come he didn't put this in the break of the first movie? It's because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make the first movie. You don't want to watch it now. Trust me, I'm Anthony Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, dude, and I'll, but honestly, okay, so this is, this is what's interesting to me. A lot of the stuff, like you said, there's a link between the dude who was the real exorcist and him being a big muckety-muck in NASA. Now, that's probably a coincidence, but, I mean, it's just everything. Is everything a coincidence? I'm not saying, like, I can't find some kind of a a crazy link to that right now. Um, But, you know, when you look at this stuff, especially, like, what do you know about the What do you know about the Masons? Um, about the Mas- it, Scottish Rite Freemasonry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I realize you're not talking about the, the Mason family down the street. Ted and <laughs> They're good builders. They build good foundations. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I actually know a few Freemasons. Whoa! Yeah. There's a big temple here and uh, not far from me at all. So you're in on it, huh, pal? Okay. Yeah, I'm part hey, of it. That's sure. why I don't believe your, uh, your moon landing hopes. <laughs> you're good because you're in on it. You're a fucking. You're, you're actually funding it because you're really, you know, uh, a sun worshiping Luciferian atheist. So okay, just so you know that. Well, I'm not atheist if I'm worshiping the sun, right? No, that's atheism. That's an that's atheism because the sun. Yeah, that's interesting. A lot but of if people. You think no, the no. Sun is a god, then it's not atheism. A lot, no. A lot of people say that atheism is a religion. On some levels, being an atheist is a religion. So. Well, I don't really get that, but. No, that, because they say because I, you know, it's it's a little too heady. We don't do. It's by it's by definition, atheism. <laughs> no theism, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the thing is people get carried away. So, all right, right, Mike Moran, this is kind of a personal question. I'm Anthony Quinn. Do you believe in evolution? Go. Yeah, of course I believe in evolution. Oh, Mike. I don't know. I don't really know what the hell it is exactly. (laughs) I can't figure out how it works. So, see, there you you go. You just said it. Because I trust people that are smarter than me. The scientific consensus. I don't understand how all sorts of crap works. But I trust the scientific consensus most of the time. Okay, so all right, so the, everything is math, they say, right? Everything's math. <laughs> everything's <laughs> math. Who made the math? 
The math wasn't this, there this before. Is what, this is what I can tell you, Anthony. And this is actually more my own. I mean, it's not my own theory, but it's it's the way I finally settled on to look at the world. And I don't know if there's a name for it or what. This is this is the this is it. We do not know. We don't know why we're here. We don't know how we're here. There is no scientist on Earth that can explain to you how consciousness started, how the universe started. We this this is it, Anthony. We are apes. We are a part of the ape family. An ape can only perceive so much, but we are the ape that knows that it doesn't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's why we have imagination. Oh, you're a monkey man. We, okay, hey. The best physicists on the planet will tell you that we know a few notches more than a chimpanzee, right? But we still do not perceive 99.9% .9 of the universe because we're freaking apes. And that means that we don't know. No, nobody can explain to you why we're here. We can only, science is the art of putting together the tiny little fragments <laughs> we can perceive. Excuse me, sorry. <coughs> eating some That's pop, all right. Eating some popcorn. Anyway, um, yeah. And, you know, the whole, I'm not, I don't really care. I don't say agnostic. I mean, I think saying you're agnostic is kind of a, a cop-out. And I'm just saying I'm like an observer. You know, I just like kind of like listen to everything that's got, you know, that's around and and kind of weigh in on what I think is total bullshit. If you, I mean, evolution, there's no way it could be total bullshit, you know. But it's, well, you, this, is what, this is what kills me. Is your scientist buddy, your your science priests <laughs> that you were my just talking about, right? Uh, okay, my science shaman. Because <laughs> <laughs> science is like a religion, dude. It is. That is definitely okay. like a religion. Um, okay, so these dudes, they write papers, and what do they get? If they write a really good paper, what happens to them? Uh, they uh, get a big old star at the top and their mom puts it on the refrigerator, <laughs> I would think. Now, if that was true, I'd be like, dude, <laughs> these guys are down. Well, they, they write, I mean, they usually like publish in journals and stuff like that, right? Yeah, and, and there's... Usually, there's, like, if you're in that world, you have to do that from time to time. There's peer review and all stuff. Yeah, I know, but... Peer reviewed. But when, but when they... Okay, so but when they have a really good one, you know, like when they have a really good one, they get... You know, accolades. Sure. They get better better jobs. They get all this kind of stuff. Right. So do you think there's some scientists out there that fudge it? Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's no, there's no field that doesn't have its cheaters. You know, of course. Okay. You know, I mean, all right. So are the fudgers... Are the, <laughs> we've got a is that a scientific term now? <laughs> really, it could be a uh, you know an offensive. Yeah, term. no, it's a scientific term. Context. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so could they be part of it? Could they be, or they're just like some dudes that are egomaniacs? They're like I, or they convince. Sometimes people convince themselves that something's true that they know is not. Absolutely, absolutely. That's why we have peer review, and it's not—it's not a perfect system. There will be flaws here and there, uh, but I think once the—I the, think the, the scientific method, once that's been recognized by humanity, has done absolute wonders for um, our knowledge. 
Okay. All right. And uh, just want, we're, we're going to get to the, the jokingly funny part of the show now. <laughs> okay. Just one more thing. So how come, just answer, what's your opinion on... Come, if you ask me why there's still monkeys, <laughs> I swear to God, I will take No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Why are there still monkeys? <laughs> I have no idea. So why 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 has our technology gotten so good in such a short amount of time? Like we um, all well, these the, years, all these years oh, yeah. of existence. Yeah, and the, now, the, the last hundred years have been more you know explosive than anything before combined. So how and come it that is? Faster and faster. Why? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I can't say for sure. I would say, you know, the shoulders of giants. I would say that once uh, kind of democracy became more uh, accepted, there's like less restraints on what people could do and not do. You know, you're more free to test things and try things. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I think like when you're living under a fascist dictatorship, you know, you're, you're, there's no, there's kind of limits to what you can do. And you're gonna, also, you're gonna use die number four, okay? Yeah, yeah, it's number a, four blue die. Right you now. got it. You can have this haircut, but not that one. Um, and there's more, there's more money to, to try these things, and it's just the the shoulder of giants, you know. It's just, uh, it's a. Uh, Everybody, there's not a, a human on the on the planet that can tell you how a television works. There's people, there's lots of different people that can tell you how one piece of it works. You know, and it's just the the culmination of everything. It's just shot us off into, uh, you know, just this this uh, this um, technology uh, acceleration that that's just accelerating faster and faster. And ultimately, I'll tell you this, Anthony, that that actually your your point there of how it speeded up so recently, um, that lends me to think more that we are living in, a, in some sort of virtual reality simulation or game because it's so weird to think that we just happen to be born in the time that the virtual world is like becoming a reality, you know? And by in in uh, in in undoubtedly, by are you the time, sure you don't smoke weed? Because I'm really high. <laughs> I do use psilocybin. <laughs> um, undoubtedly, by in our lifetimes, virtual reality will be indistinguishable from reality, unless there's some huge catastrophe that, like you know, destroys science well, for you know. Well, well, that's what they say. We're going to get into this a little more in a second, but that's what they say. They say there's all kinds of stuff that they're lying about history and. You know, their holograms are so good now, um, all this stuff. And this is this is what you kind of said before, and this is what I say is, who is doing it? Are they that smart, Mike? No one knows. No one knows, dude. It is, it is the culmination of many, many minds working together. Nobody, there's no one that, that controls it. You know, it's, it's a phenomenon of, its, but I'm of saying, itself. But no, what I'm saying is, is they say there's the Illuminati. They say there's this. They say there's that. But, I mean, when you're talking about human beings, we really can't do anything together. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I always think, like, how are there so many buildings standing that haven't fallen down? You know, like, as incompetent as people are, if it is kind of a wonder, like, how everything works as well as it does in our world. Well, but, I, I, uh, go ahead. But, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think like that. Like, I, I've, I've realized there's certain things that I can't like I don't understand how it's ever going to be okay like if I think about it too hard you know like I don't understand how I'm going to afford to live I don't understand 
but it just seems to work out if I just stay chill and peaceful yeah, that's and it. do the next right thing. You so, know, right, I think so, that society's kind of like that too. You know, it's well, like it's yeah. a wonder we haven't we've got all these nuclear bombs in the world and we haven't set a single one off since the forties. You know, at least not you know on top of people. Yeah, you know it's um. It's it's crazy, dude. We live in a nuts world, and oh, okay. So we're, we're gonna segue now. I have one question for you. Okay, this All is right. not just one. I have a, a few more questions, but this one's important. This could dictate how how our relationship goes from this point on. Oh, jeez. Okay, <laughs> things just got weird. <laughs> Look, I'm happily in a relationship. <laughs> Take some deep breaths. Do what you got to do. <laughs> You know, get your edge. I, I need your edge, okay? I need you right. to, like, you're fighting for something here. <laughs> yeah, here we go. All right. How many episodes of Ancient Aliens have you watched? Go. <laughs> uh, a, a few. My, oh. my, my old pal Mickey is really into that. Uh, who, and, who was it? Like I said, 20 years ago, I was I loved that stuff, man. Like, uh, you know, I had all these alien conspiracy theories and everything. Okay. So, But back then, the History Channel uh, actually was about history so there wasn't as much but uh all right how no, old I, I how old were you when you watched the episodes let's get to the bottom of this okay because <laughs> i'm very upset i'm upset right now go ahead What's, what was the question again how old were you when you watched the episodes well i can't i can't say for certain like i used to watch a lot of that stuff when i was like you know probably 20 and younger okay uh, right. i don't know specifically if it was that show or what but you know i've definitely dabbled and i've watched a little bit of it since Okay. All right, but you never like came home and was like wanting to watch Ancient Aliens. No, I totally did. When I was, I was, I was really, really. I read a lot of books, you know, <laughs> books aliens. that are garbage and mean nothing. I would, dude, I would get drunk and annoyingly <laughs> force people to listen to all my alien conspiracy theories. Oh my god! When dude. I was a teenager. Oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. Okay, so I'm glad I asked the question. Um, you didn't come off as a fan or defend them, so we can still be friends. Okay. <laughs> and you just oh, gave so us anti-ancient aliens. Is what you're saying? <laughs> you just gave us you just gave us some other stuff to, to talk about. All right. So all right, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna I'm just gonna peel off and ask you our first serious question. Mike right, Moran. So I'm Anthony Quinn. This is Quinspiracy. It is. Have aliens from another planet, not is there life in the universe, that is not what I'm asking you. Have aliens from another planet step foot on Earth, go. The short answer is I don't know. The, oh. the wait, 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 wait. The, but, uh, probably not. Ooh, you'll get a head, you'll get one clap. There you go. All right. <laughs> we can't do the probably not, man. Clap. We can't do the probably not. Um, well, I, then I would say no. If I have to go yes or no, no. Okay, so here, I, you know, I got to change the way I ask this question. Because uh, what I really mean is what we've heard about UFOs, mm. what we've seen about life on another planet. Have mm. green men been to this planet? Go. That's the question, I think. No. All right. You, we're going we're gonna to give you a, a soft clap, a little golf clap. All right. <laughs> um, dude, the amount of alien fucking websites there are about alien conspiracy is ridiculous. <laughs> and I've heard, and I believe this, that the government runs like 
And when I say the government, it's not one government agency running all of them, but they're controlled by um, the government. I heard like has some kind of influence on about 80% of them. And if you go to YouTube right now and you search alien conspiracy, every one of them will pop up. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. If you search any other conspiracy, you'll get all debunkings. Right. You, you'll get all debunkings because YouTube's changing everything. So my yes. thing is, I guess the UFO thing is fun. I mean, that's why they're they're leaving it up, or it's it's what? Like, I guess to believe in aliens and that aliens might you know take us uh, over and stuff. I guess that's fun and not not scary right. for people. Uh, I I don't know. I don't understand what you're what you're asking. No, me. I'm that... saying why do they leave all this stuff? They're deleting all kinds of conspiracy uh, content, but they well, all the alien stuff is up there. Yeah, it does seem like of all the conspiracy theories, the the one with like a little bit of like government acknowledgement does kind of seem to be UFOs. Yeah, but well, yeah, they have. Every- yeah, but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that people, you know, there's there's secret military technology that people often. Believe the, I mean, so, look, I did a whole series on the, it was called the uh, Surprisingly Bland Origins of a Lot of UFO Lore, something like that. <laughs> I don't even know. All right, that sounds like a good one. Now, the Men in Black, they there really were government agents going and talking to people about UFOs because they were scared of mass hysteria during the Red Scare. And their, uh, the Roswell thing really was kind of a conspiracy in that they, they, it was actually government. Um, it was a government test of some kind that they did, and they did lie about it at the time. You know, I've heard so many different things about that whole thing. Uh, I've heard so many different things about the Men in Black that they're actually aliens. You got to look at their eyes. Their right. eyes glow. They're kind of Asian-looking, kind of. Uh, yeah, I've read that too. Um, and that uh, they have one Men in Black on tape. There's like there's like a tape clip. Of a man in black walking into a building. <laughs> and it's and just not a man wearing black. <laughs> it's just a man. But that's it's a man. It's the only clip what we is, have of one. Was he doing the Will Smith dance while he was doing it from, uh, from he was, the man in black movie, Nod Your Head? He was a waiter with a nice hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on he was in way, a ska band. On his way to work. Yeah. Um, he's a high-end freaking host. Um, well, you know, it's there are gov- there have been government agents that you know have pressed people about strange things, especially during the Cold War. You know, um, I, I think the the Men in Black themselves came from a schizophrenic man who may have actually been visited by some government agents uh, because he he was like the, the source for some other UFO writer who would kind of take his delusions and turn them into like UFO stories. Yeah, I mean, dude, what you're you're looking at a time when like they were going after communists like crazy, and I mean, yeah. all this crazy stuff was going on. Information was even information was dangerous back then because there wasn't that many sources of it. Right. You know, um, what they've done now is they've just dulled. This is another conspiracy I talk about. They've just dulled information down. They've dulled. You you, you either believe everything or nothing now. Right. Okay. You know, like some people believe everything. They love CNN. They live in a great world. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, I mean, I think really believing nothing is the way to go. <laughs> just, well, you know, I'm, I'm skeptical of the media in a huge way, too. That's what it, I mean. Like, just, I can't believe anything that I hear, dude. Well, you know, to me, skepticism is the way to approach media stories, and it's the way to approach political everything. issues. Um, yeah, and, and some personal issues, too. Even down to my own mental health, you know, like I have to look at myself sometimes and be like, is this is this really what's likely to happen? You know what I mean? Like I have to be like, what's what's really going on here? Sometimes my brain tells me, you know, bullshit. But I don't think it's that means that it's, you know, zero percent of news stories are true. No, no, I didn't say that zero percent. But I'm saying is they've made it where, you know, you just don't know. You just yeah, don't know because everyone's again, trying to get you to buy something. Everyone's trying right. to get you to join their thing. Oh, Absolutely. I'll show you about the aliens. You just have to pay $4 a month. You yeah. know, it's like you ruin yeah. your credibility. Right. And that's actually kind of what, you know, why we wanted to start an alternative recovery group too. You know, it's because like you got to be skeptical of, of some of the stuff that people in the recovery world will tell you. Um, uh, this is what I say to the UFO people. If you ever meet like a staunch UFO person that's really arguing with you, because there's people that say there's hundreds of races, thousands that come here all the time and all this stuff. And and I just say, show me a dead one. <laughs> that's your catchphrase. Show me a dead one. Show me a dead one. Okay. All right. <laughs> there's got to be a dead one. No. Oh, now they don't die. They, there's hundreds of them all over the place. Show me a right. piece of a dead one. Show me a so, finger. <laughs> so the, I'm not I'm not really getting a grasp on what your stance on UFOs are. Yeah. <laughs> like here, I t- I don't I don't believe yeah. in them, dude, because I At don't all. believe in anything that I've seen. If oh, you, so you're saying you don't even believe in the conspiracy theorists? Theorists? No, I, dude. Honestly, ever since once I started doing this, I was always a little bit of an enthusiast for some of the conspiracies. Um, and I think there's definitely, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's interesting about a lot of the stuff that goes on, but the alien thing, dude, I've seen just about everything and they just don't have enough. Right. Yeah. They don't have enough. So, you know, it's, and I've said this before, you know, it's kind of a family belief, right? Like if everybody in your family, your great, great grandfather saw a UFO, then right, your, right. your dad believes in UFOs, and now you believe. And now, if you see a light in the sky, you look to explain it for like a second, and then you're like, "Oh no, can't be a plane. It's a UFO." <laughs> so, and then that ruins it for everybody. And sometimes when people get so in deep on a lie, they want to keep going to prove themselves more or whatever ridiculous Literally, bullshit they're doing. Do that. We all, it's, it's hard for all of us to look at our beliefs. We'll find ways to justify them in the face of contrary evidence. Yeah. Yeah, and we do that in our head. These dudes are doing it on video about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> Stop looking so fake. With all my years of like podcasting and you know a little bit on the radio, there's probably some stuff that I would look back on and be like, uh, I, you know, like cringe about, you know, be like, <laughs> like, anymore i've changed my opinion on this or that now when i shoot this stop looking so fake <laughs> don't look like we're at a barbecue having a good time look like you just saw a ufo <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting good at these now 
Um, I don't know, dude. It's it's it, it annoys me a little bit. I do sound a little annoyed about it because there's just there's people making bank, okay? And I think it scares people a little bit. I think some a, a decent percent of the alien dudes. There's fear behind it that they could take over and all this kind of stuff. And I think the government had has planted that very subtly, very subtly. Because, I mean, even Harry Truman talks about UFOs. They have yeah. him. They have him. He talks Look, about UFOs. It's kind of a propaganda tactic. Yeah, oh, totally. I think that they were going to uh, fake an invasion. But I think technology got too good too quick. And that's why they say now they're going to do it and it's going to be holograms. Well, you know, it's certainly, it's it's no mystery that governments and politicians use kind of hysterias and, and cultural fears and stuff to promote their own agenda. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that's it. And that's it. So, so when you know that's going on, how can anything else be true about it? I just don't know if that many people would, would care that much about UFOs to, like, sway an election. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. If... If are you are you crazy? If if they find that life on another planet is real or that there's a UFO, people there will be mass hysteria. It might take a little oh. while for it to sink in. But I yeah. mean, I, it, in my lifetime, politically, I've I've seen you know the satanic panic in the eighties. I've seen you know the gay kind of phobia fears. You know, being politicized. You know, I've seen. Um, you know, just I, I can't think of them right now, but like several hysterias that have been used for political gain by politicians. But I've never seen the UFO thing. Like, you know, I've never seen like Obama like use that as a. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, we'll be going to Mars. Oh, dude, dude, I'm telling you, the flat earthers have a lot of stuff. They say that like the Mars probes, all that stuff is fake. There's this place in um. It's up by, uh, it's like up by uh, Iceland or somewhere like that, Greenland, Iceland. And they have, that's where they test all the rovers. And it looks just like Mars. All you have to do is, is add a red tint. I mean, they've matched it up with landscapes from Mars. I mean, very interesting stuff. And these dudes that are doing this, they don't work for Disney or anything. You know, they're not like Pixar people, you know? <laughs> There, you know, it it would be easy to see if they were manipulating the video, but they're just matching it up. They're just like, well, this is kind of interesting, isn't it? And do I think that all those people are in on a hoax? It's very hard to to wrap your mind around. Very, very hard. Right. But when you keep why do when you keep seeing people lie, you know they're just lying. So. And I get hey, big, at other. big corporations lie all the time, though, right, Mike? Sure, governments lie, politicians lie, every every group, especially if they have an agenda, lies at some point or or misleads at least, you know, or lies by omission. This is the happy part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you this: it's way less than it it has been. Like like you're saying, you know, everything changed over the last hundred years. Before that, I mean, people like believed there was witches in their village and the town elders would would promote that you know people believe that uh, you, you could have a curse on so it's like it, the misinformation that we're given is 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 also less and less over the years i believe yeah you don't get hung in the the town courthouse for that anymore <laughs> i hope not 
hey, what are you guys going to court for? I don't know. They want to talk to us. Yeah, because clearly that that old weird lady that lives by herself has supernatural powers, which is why she's living so well, you know, because she can manipulate everything to her advantage. Um, yeah, okay, so we're going to get to that soon, too. All right. So you kind of dodged the question at first, then we pulled it out of you that you're a sensible man, you realize there's no aliens. Okay, it's hard. It's hard, Mike. It's hard to, to admit there's no aliens. I mean, there. you know, it's... I, I it's fun. Aliens the are fun. great filter question as well, as I'm sure you're aware of. What'd you say? The great filter. Are you aware of that idea? The great filter. Uh, yeah, I think I have heard of that. Refresh my... The idea of, like, shouldn't there be visitors if, if life evolves, you know, endlessly and technology evolves... People, you know, we live in a, a gal- in a galaxy and within a universe that's billions of years old. Somebody should have evolved to the point where they would come say hi to us by now, right? Well, this so therefore, is, yeah. there's something filtering organisms from becoming too smart and too advanced. Well, you know, there is a lot of stuff that people believe. I mean, a lot of uh, Antarctica. I don't know what you know about Antarctica. Um, I'm kind of tired of hearing about it because every conspiracy nut wants to be so spooky about it. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of weird stuff about Antarctica. And people say that there's aliens, lizard people, the center of the, center of the earth, aliens. The, they're, they're, um, they're actually Aryans. They're Aryans that were, that were channeled here by Hitler and stuff. I mean, people actually believe this stuff. And, and not even anti-Semitic people. You know, like, I'm not even talking, like, of course there's anti-Semitic people. Well, I would just worry that climate change would mess with the area that's living there, you know? So this is the thing. Um, there's caverns in Antarctica that <laughs> that you could go to because of the underground volcanoes. It's like 70, 80 degrees. Really? So, yeah, some reporter guy was there doing it for, I think it was for Ancient Aliens. See, I've watched Ancient Aliens, Mike, but... I yeah. am a researcher. <laughs> I do think it would be fun to just. How come nobody just goes to Antarctica? You know, because like, you can't take a boat down you to can't, Antarctica, dude. You can't. Uh, why? That's what we're saying. Who's going to stop you? It's the only the the freaking. You'll see. Go try. Go try. You, you load can, up your boat with everything you need. You just sail down there. You get out. You camp out. Hell no. Hell to the no. So this is what happens. You can go to um, to uh, South America, right? There's like a, a peninsula that is almost at Antarctica. You know, you just, um, you know, you just go to Antarctica that way. But it's like pre-Antarctica. You know, it's like where the cruises go and stuff. And where they do a lot of research and stuff. It's There's not, like probably a lot of little like islands and stuff that have that have come off of Antarctica, right? Yeah, it's like an island or something. So, well, still, that would be interesting. Of course, yeah, of course, of course. But vast wastelands that but, nobody goes to. You but, know what but, I mean? Well, this is what they're saying. They're untouched. So this is the one thing that all the nations in the world, all the powerful ones, they oh. all agree on this treaty. That nobody can go there. There's a treaty. Every this is it's the longest standing treaty ever. That that nobody can go to Antarctica. And I'm thinking, why? You know, like why, why well, is I mean it's the treaty that no one can go there or that no one can claim it and own it. Nobody can go there. No yeah, of course you can. 
Of course you can't claim it at only You can't even go there. How are you going to claim it if you don't go there? But people go there. I mean, it's not like there aren't scientists and stuff that go there. And there was a... Didn't Metallica, like, do a show there so they could say they played on every continent? Metallica, you know... Yo, you're bringing Metallica into this now? Is they went to Antarctica. What do you want? Is that is that who you're going for? Is that your source? <laughs> <laughs> but Metallica Look, played there, dude. If you're reviewed by Lars, then uh, I don't buy it. Even though the whole band is garbage now and they're, they're whores for money, they still played in Antarctica, man. Look, uh, in the context of no one can go to Antarctica, it's a good point that they went to Antarctica. I'll bet you anything, though, they were, like, on this, like, Brazilian place that they were talking about. It's, like, technically Antarctica. That would be, like, uh, somebody uh, going to uh, Maryland, right, and going just by, like, the the, the borderline, right, like a block away from like the, like the town limits. I mean, it's, it was a frozen ass tundra. I don't know how much more Antarctica you can get with that. Well, that's it. You don't know, and we don't know, pal. There could be there could be whatever. Oh, the flat earthers think Antarctica is an ice wall around the world. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it sounds silly when I say it out loud. <laughs> That's where Donald Trump probably got his idea. Oh, Donald Trump was on Ancient Aliens with Tucker Carlson. Really? I swear to God, you know, I'm so stupid because I was like, what's that? I've been talking about this in my podcast and I'm like, for like over a year I've been talking about it. I'm like, who is that guy's name? I don't know. He's on MSNBC. And people talk about Tucker Carlson and I'm like, yeah, I thought. Oh, I, I thought, thought you were going to say Donald Trump. <laughs> what's I, that guy's name? I think he was president. No, Donald Trump got interviewed on Ancient Aliens by Tucker Carlson about aliens. How long ago? It was like one of the last seasons a couple years ago, a year or two ago. Before, while he was president? No, but yeah, absolutely. Well, Oh, that's certainly something look, worth it looking up. Yeah. Dude, they don't fucking care. Ancient Aliens has been on for like 19 seasons, dude. Right. They're printing fucking money. Yeah. No, I binge I binge watch all the seasons. Don't uh, don't spoil this last one for me. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't even, I, I, I got into it for a while, not because I believed that I was just amazed by it. But right. then when you just, when you, the debunkings are what kill Ancient Aliens. Because when you have people come in, they just destroy their facts. It probably has Michael Shermer, right? The from Skeptic. I don't even know. I've seen so many different debunkings. It's just like when you see people debunk Zeitgeist, that movie Zeitgeist. Right. I mean, like they make that movie sound so cool, like when they're comparing all the different religions, but it's yeah, yeah. so wrong. It's so false. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you know the term shill. No. You know what a shill is? No. You actually may be a shill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue. You, by you saying no, like you don't know what a shill is, means okay. means you're trying not to be discovered as a shill. <laughs> okay. um, a shill is like a diversionary, um, kind of like somebody that could be doing it, you know, could be being paid. Okay, it's like a false flag kind of thing. Yeah, like, like a full, or they're doing it for their own purposes. You present the nutty guy to represent all the, you know, the people who might actually be serious about it. Did you see that Netflix movie Behind the Curve? Did you see that one? No. All right. 
How come a lot of people say that? <laughs> Is that another? God, I can't, I can't answer yes or no questions of you without it becoming an anonymous conspiracy. <laughs> no, but anyway, the guy in that movie, the guy who that movie featured, one of them, uh, the main feature of that movie was this guy named Mark Sargent, right? Um, Mark Sargent? Mark Sargent. Oh, okay. And um, he is, he was one of the first like big flat earthers. Um, and he's a nice guy. Actually, um, I was a little buzzed one night. <laughs> right. I think I was upset about life. <laughs> I was watching some flat earth stuff and I texted him and he called me. Wow. It was weird. It was strange. And I was like, whoa, man. And I used to text. On my old podcast, sometimes we would text Professor Griff from Public Enemy. Do you know him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The one they kicked, the one they kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> and he would give his number out all the time and like his videos. So we would text him and ask him. We had a segment called "Ask Professor Griff." <laughs> and would he and we, answer? Yeah, almost every time. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. But yeah, so this guy called me back, and then I was like, "Hey, man, why don't why don't we do a podcast?" And we did a podcast, and it was fun. He was like, "Dude, I do podcasts all the time, but this was this was a lot of fun." Nice, that's great. Yeah, I tried to get a uh, flat earther on my podcast once, and he was like immediately like like not having it. I was like, "Hey, are you really a flat earther?" He's like, "Yeah, I bet you got some stupid questions, don't you?" <laughs> like, well, well, that's the thing about Mark Sargent. Is that he's a sweetheart. He's a nice guy. And he yeah. starts off, he's like, listen, this is what I believe. You don't have to believe it. Right, yeah. And, you know. He, yeah, I, I wouldn't hate anybody for a belief like that. You know, it's like. Dude, his podcast, the first one we did on his channel, got 13K views the first day. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The second one got like, I think, nine. I don't even know what they're up to now. Wow. it's awesome. But, um, you know, and what this is what I did. I, I, you know, I didn't really deceive anybody, but I was very interested about the flat earth thing. And talking to him made me excited about it. So I was kind of like, I'm a third of the way. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I don't know if I was ever a third of the way, but I'm telling you, I watch a lot of fucking flat earth shit. I watch a lot of the flat earth dudes. Um, so I don't know. Anyway. All right. Next question. Next question. Are you ready? I need your I need your neutral again. All right. <laughs> this is probably the smartest, the headiest question that I'll ask you on this podcast. Why are there still monkeys? <laughs> Almost Bigfoot. Yes or no? Go. <laughs> no. Oh, um, he got that one. <laughs> I mean, in the age of camera phones and everything, we would have we would have gotten a good one by now. I mean, that hoax video is pretty impressive, but it probably was a hoax, and somebody's admitted to that recently. And, and oh, here's the thing, too. And I'm not the first one to point this out, but like, that's even if there was a Bigfoot, would it be that big of a deal? You know, it's like, so there's another ape. You know, like there's already apes. <laughs> like, okay, so we discovered a species of ape. That's cool, but it's like, you know, that's nothing compared to like a, an alien civilization or a or a freaking you know, nine eleven conspiracy or something. Yeah, but it's you know the thing Bigfoot's cultural too. There's all different kinds of Bigfoots, Yeti. In Florida, there's skunk ape and stuff like that. So that was part of it. It's been part of it. Like, oh, did you hear about this? And then you hear the whole story. And it's kind of like embedded. Um, So then when somebody shows a terrible tape of some disgustingly huge person walking very slow, um, 
you know, it was, I, I guess, convincing. I was such a little kid, and then it was a deathbed confession. I think before the guy died, he could, he admitted it. Like, I'm not, I was Bigfoot. <sighs> yeah, and that was a good hoax. I mean, that one, that one in the Travis Walton, like, they're, they're probably hoaxes, but they did a really good job on both of those. You think so? I, I've seen Travis Walton speak, man. I, I don't trust that fucking guy. I don't trust him, but the fact that they had like five or six people that have stuck to their stories all these decades that they saw a thing, like a big fiery ship thing out there, you know, like right up close. Yeah, but what do you think? You think, you think they have people offering them money like, come on, tell us the true story and we'll give you a billion dollars. I yeah, mean, yeah, they you, do. You think they do? Which means either they constructed something that that actually tricked the other guys there into thinking it was a UFO, or they've all just stayed. They've all just kept their their story. So what are you gonna do now after twenty years? Say I was lying the whole time. What are you gonna do? You gonna do that? Just I like people do that. People confess. And then you know this is what happens when you confess to something like that, especially if you do it just like you know. Oh, it was you know it just got out of hand. Right, right. It's you know you you're never gonna it that's it's done for you. It's over yeah. for you. You know what I'm saying? Like no yeah. one's gonna want to hear about how you were a liar for 20 years. Yeah, no one's gonna trust you with their. Yeah, it'll be one story, the last story, and you're done. Right, right. So why would you want to want to tell about it? These dudes are rednecks. They were loggers, and if you look into it, the their contract had to be extended they they couldn't be i can't explain it the right way but they had to be missing or or, or they couldn't be in contact they couldn't be contacted for a certain amount of days or they would have lost the money for their con their contract yeah, got there, are, there is a lot of anecdotal evidence suggesting that it's a hoax and i just think it's a hoax in general but it's they've done a pretty good job with it you know i think they've uh, you know they've I really guess. Usually, either somebody confesses or they they somebody finds like some really damning evidence against it, you know. But they were in like bum fuck nowhere. Who's gonna have the damn some woodchucks gonna be like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. They're <laughs> yeah, a bunch they of liars. Research and, and you know. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, uh, good for them, dude. Good for them. You know, they've probably gotten a lot of action over it. Aren't you the guy that saw the UFO? Shut up, honey. <laughs> oh, there is nothing women love more than a, than a UFO witness. <laughs> don't know that. Their kids are probably getting, getting busy. Isn't your dad the one that was in that movie? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it is true that like any amount of celebrity, no matter what it is, you know, will get people attracted to them. <laughs> oh, of course. I mean, serial know, killers get like groupies all the time. Oh yeah, they're they're yeah, they're getting all letters, they get married in jail and everything. <laughs> hey, when life gets bad, just remember, serial killers get married in jail. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Manson can do it. So can you So um all right. Okay. Well, you know, the Bigfoot thing is like, you know, people some people love it. And my thing is, okay, enjoy it. But again, just like the alien thing, I know I sound like a mean person, but show me a dead one. Right, right. Oh, but they eat their... I've had people tell me they eat their dead. I'm like, what are you fucking <laughs> talking about? <laughs> are you a writer? Are you pitching a story? <laughs> wow. Or uh, they're invisible. 
they come all the way from across the universe, but they they can't uh, make their own meals. <laughs> so no, so and this is where Ancient Aliens comes in, right? They have a story where some hunter came out of the woods somewhere, and he saw Bigfoot. He was hunting. He didn't have a deer with him. <laughs> came out of the woods somewhere. Saw Bigfoot, he shot him, and Bigfoot disappeared in a ray of light. <laughs> See, that's I, I can't put Bigfoot in the world of like supernatural or UFO. Oh, they do. He's a big stinky ape, you know. Like if he was like some floating, you know, Buddhist-looking being with a, you know, like a halo around him, then sure. But you don't you don't mix your apes and your freaking interdimensional beings. Dude, he shares portals with UFOs. You didn't know that? Why the hell would they be associated with some dumbass ape? You know, Dude, like, it, it, it pisses them off because he just walks. <laughs> right, right. They're like, this This ape does nothing. Like, this, this guy sucks. Like, He's just... He keeps vanishing out of sight, though. <laughs> he throws his poo at us. Oh, man. I don't know. So, and that's it. And, you know... If you want to believe this kind of stuff, the one this is what chaps my 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 bottom a little bit about about Bigfoot is you know how much money is made on the concept of Bigfoot? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's interesting. You know, it's it's. I mean, I would pay. You know, if I was out somewhere, even though I don't believe it, and I'd probably pay to like do a Bigfoot tour or something like that. <laughs> a Bigfoot tour with Anthony Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> This is where we stop and smoke weed and get high enough to actually think we saw Bigfoot. <laughs> um, oh, and that's one of the things. You see these dudes, they have their Bigfoot show. And they're lame. They're not like Mike Moran. You don't want to go hang out and talk to these dudes. <laughs> I know, that's another thing that makes me think, like, okay, why the hell aren't me and Anthony famous when these guys are, you know? I, and that dude... Uh, Bigfoot himself is bigger than any comic we'll ever know. <laughs> He's just, there's also this podcast like that too, where it's literally like just two guys who don't know anything about the subject and aren't funny and are just talking about just basically reading the Wikipedia page and <laughs> a huge following, you know. And dude, that's the thing. These mamma jammas have hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, twenty thousand followers. Right. You know, right. the the Flat Earth guy, he'll get kicked out of his YouTube channel. He'll start another one. He'll be like, I only have 50,000, but it's still cool. I'm like, whoa, yeah. only 50, huh, pal? It's so random, like what Mason, what doesn't. It's like, 100,000 followers, still no girlfriend. Shucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Cool. next question, next question. I knew you were going to get that one. I was, I was hoping. I had... I had my fingers crossed under the table. <laughs> um, that's I, not what your hand was doing under the table. Come on. That's why I ask the same questions to everybody because, or some of the same questions, because it's interesting to hear what. Because it's only comics on this on this podcast right. for the most part, except for the Mark Sargent was actually the only the only non comic I've had on. Um, but you know, I ask these questions, and uh, people have gone come on and said they love Bigfoot. They've come on and said, no, nah, dude, there's a lot of evidence. You got to look into it. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm kind of busy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right, yeah, okay, whatever you say. 
So, all right. So well, next- you say that, but then uh, a lot of the stuff that you clearly spend your time researching <laughs> isn't far off. To, to tell you the truth, man, I do. I love watching all this stuff. Yeah, me too. I want. I'd love to believe in Bigfoot, dude. Absolutely. You know, but oh wait. yeah, I would love for many of these creatures. I would love for them to find out that aliens exist. I would love to find out the Loch Ness monster is real. But but I, when we consider the source, what we're trying to do is grow and learn about life. We're trying right. to have a better existence. And if we're just lied to about bullshit, you know that just doesn't make anything better, man. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and these Bigfoot dudes, they like you said, there's this one guy. For, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. <clears throat> but he has the whole video. I mean, like a good hour and a half long video, and there's a little s- strange sighting thing at the end. But he talks about it for like over an hour before you even see it. I fast forwarded to see it, and then you see it, and it's like it could have been anything. Right, right. They do that a lot on like those ancient alien shows. They're the honey for Bigfoot. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the, you know and. And that guy, the, the the guy who wrote um, *Chariot of the Gods*, uh, Richard Van Dinkendork, whatever his name is, I don't <laughs> he's an idiot. Once, once you see that guy, he's got like a cane. He's like, I don't know. I just went to. He's like from Switzerland, or he owned like a hotel, or he ran a hotel in Switzerland. And on his vacations, he would just go to Egypt and all these places, and he just started doing all this quote unquote research. <laughs> <laughs> I drink one thing of vodka, <laughs> then the pyramid drinks one. <laughs> and uh, so he wrote this book, Chariot of the Gods, which was the start of all the stuff. All really? like the pyramid stuff with the aliens and all that. He started all that stuff. Chariot of the Gods, it's called. No, I read it years ago. Huh? I read it years ago. Yeah, and it's garbage. When you look at the real evidence he has, he has hardly any. Because they use terms like if. Could right. be. Could be. What if? That was certainly a, a, a strange lesson to learn when I was younger. That like Just because somebody sounds good and they have a book out, it doesn't mean it's real. You know, like When you're a kid, you just kind of assume that adults are not lying or that they know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? It's like, no, you can just say anything. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's it, and that's you know that's what integrity is about, dude. You know, and I, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. I think the more you worry about integrity, the more you you have to worry about. You know, sure. just do what you have to. That's actually not bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. Anyway, all right, we'll stop talking about Richard Van Dinken Dorky. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> um. All right, so next question. Next question. Only a couple more. I know we got to go. <sighs> Mike Moran. Yeah. I'm Anthony Quinn. This is Quinspiracy. Right. Witches, magic, psychics, all that stuff. Do you believe it? Do you think it's real? Go. Yeah. Oh, he did it. <laughs> He's I coming back, point, folks. Oh, the closest thing is the Bebo effects. Which is one of those things where it's like I wouldn't believe it unless it was scientifically proven. What but what 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 fact what what effect is that? The placebo. Oh oh okay. Like that, you know, I would have been way skeptical of something like that if anyone proposed it. But it's actually, you know, which is which is you know, to me that's like the closest thing to magic. 
or our minds are very powerful, you know, and our minds will, uh, you know, do all kinds of things. And that's one of the things that makes me kind of weird about uh, evolution because we're so complex. Animals are so complex. And when an animal gets, um, they say, domesticated, it becomes like us. And I don't always think that's a good thing, but I'm saying is they have a different look. They have like, I know this sounds weird coming from me, but they have love, you know. I think it's I I think love is something that really amazes me. You know, I maybe we should save this for the other podcast. <laughs> so, all right, so you don't you don't think any of like the witchy stuff, any of that stuff. You Ouija board, would you do a Ouija board with Anthony Quinn? <laughs> I'd do it for fun, but I don't really believe it. <laughs> I will say as far as things like that that I've known the most intelligent people claim that they have experiences with, it's definitely ghosts. Okay, so that was my next question. That was my next question. So what I asked the ghost thing separate because to some people it's separate, but to me, honestly, it's all the same. So Mike Moran, do you believe in ghosts? Go. Um, no, but like you said, our, our brains can do. <clears throat> I think that one... I allow more like maybe. I allow more of a maybe response. I don't clap it out. <laughs> How many people I know claim to have had, you know, ghostly encounters. So he this is this is my my uh this is my hypothesis. Hypotheses. There we go. See, I did it. I did it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> um when you're a kid, right, and you watch The Exorcist, right? Like Maybe I watched The Exorcist when I was eight or nine, and I was very, very scared, and something strange happened, and it convinced me it was a ghost. Uh-huh. Right? For the rest of my life, this happens with UFOs too. For the rest of my life, now I believe in ghosts. Now, again, like I said with the UFOs, if you're everyone in your family, if your mom sees the ghost of her sister every day, you know, or, or they know that, the, the the this house in your neighborhood everybody knows is haunted right, right? oh yeah every house has, every neighborhood has that house has that house so you start thinking there's got to be ghosts there's right. got to be ghosts so when you see something or you hear something it's not the cat that knocked the can off the friggin' thing cuz how could that cat have ever done this or it's it's a ghost it's not you know and it, when it's the people that are really scared of the encounters, uh, those are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly do find the concept of ghosts terrifying. Like, that is, I'm like laying alone in bed and I start to get scared, like, of something. It's either like ghosts or, like, ghosts and demons freak me out. Really? Like, you lie in bed sometimes and you're scared of demons and ghosts? Yeah. yeah. Like, sometimes I'll listen to these, like, like kind of spooky stories or whatever while falling asleep. I'm oh, also, okay. All right. Interesting. Ghostly demon. Even witches too. Yeah, it freaks me out. Hmm. But it still freaks me out. Yeah, you know, um, it. This is this is the thing. The ghost thing, and the psychic thing. There's just so many charlatans. You know. There's people that go into work every day, they punch the clock, and they're like, okay, let's read some minds. <laughs> yeah, it is so weird to see, like, in a shopping center in, like, the county, like, 
it'll be like, you know, uh, Chipotle, uh, nail salon, psychic. (laughs) (laughs) Because, dude, people go, and there's this place down the street from me. It's, It's a lotto place. They really... If you want a, a can of coffee, it's like $20, you know? <laughs> Anything else you buy there, actually their White Claws are pretty cheap. Gar. <laughs> but they have all the different lot. They literally have probably 100. They have the most lottery tickets ever. So people go there and they buy the tickets even though they know they're going to lose. You know, they just, they just, they just want to believe you know, I know it's like financial. It's like a financial incentive, but one person has to win, and so why couldn't that person be me? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't, I don't go in there and I'm not like you people. Give it up. Go back to your kids. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> you could be. You could be playing catch with Johnny right now. You fucking. <laughs> it is annoying when they're like buying a bunch of lottery tickets and it's like. You're waiting in line behind them. You're, like, you're not going to win. Can I? Can you serve me? <laughs> when I say a bunch of lottery tickets, when you you have no idea. These dudes buy. There's thirty dollar lottery tickets that they buy. <laughs> wow. I asked this guy one time. I go, "How much did you just spend?" He's like, "One eighty. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I, Jesus wow. Christ! I wouldn't even spend that much money on drugs." <laughs> 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 and at least with drugs, I would get something for a little while. Um, all right. Okay, so... Yeah, so with the psychic, you know, that's what my point was, is that you have people go in there and they just want to believe. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done this before where I do cold readings on, on you know, and I'll, you know, I'll say, well, you know, what's... It's hard to, harder to do over the phone because you can't see the There's person. something that you've been thinking you want to do but you haven't done... Really, that's the popular one, like something along those well, lines. Well, no, a lot of times is what brings you in today. What brings you in today? And if they don't say anything, you say, um, I feel like um, you're looking for somebody. Right, you, right. You've, you've never been able to find the right person. And mm-hmm. I, I feel that um, you're close. There's just something. Something has to happen. Or something like that. You're and, thinking about making a big change in your life. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep. I see good things, but you got to be careful. You don't want what to happen. You don't want to happen what happened last time. <laughs> right, right. Also, uh, you can um, <laughs> probably have a scar on their left knee. Yeah, and that's why I went to a psychic one time, and uh, it was this woman's family psychic. <laughs> it was they have family psychics, Mike. It was in the country, buddy. Okay. Um, yeah. And it was this little old lady. She was nice, and she had a shrine with all the saints and stuff. And the woman was very serious. She goes, go in there and don't say anything. Mm. Just put the $20 on the table and just sit there and look emotionless. (laughs) Mm. You know how hard it is for Anthony Quinn to look emotionless? (laughs) I'm a little round Italian guy, man. I, like, react to everything. Anyway, so... So she said some stuff, and, and she said something interesting towards the end. But, you know, really, it's, it's very general stuff. Right. And that's why some people tape them. They tape them so they can, they can listen to it back, like, after a month or two, and see if something she said came true. 
did you believe this point when you saw this lady? No, 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 no. I was interested. I was interested, um, and it was kind of a girl I was seeing, and uh, I'm not going to say I was using that a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it was like half, half curiosity, half to appease her. Um, and uh, it was interesting, interesting enough. But, you know, I just, if you, if there was a thing where you could contact another life, do you think it would just be like on your terms? You know, you could just go punch a clock like, okay, I'm here, spirits. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. And then everybody's like, why don't they just win the lottery all the time? And then the answer is like, well, because nobody with those powers would, would use them for like selfishly like that. There's got to be at least a couple of asshole psychics out there. Like, this is a real thing, you know? Somebody brought it up to me that Howard Stern, because I forgot about it, but Howard Stern went off on the psychics after 9-11. He was like, oh, yeah? You're psychic? What happened right. with 9-11? You couldn't see that coming? Right, right. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um. All right. So, I'm trying to think what the next one is. Okay. Whoa. Okay, so we're not into... We're not into psychics. So, I, have you ever, like, heard about voodoo, voodoo dolls, any of that stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm saying, like, have you, you ever been around people that believe it or practice it? Not to my knowledge. Okay, not to my knowledge. Does your neck hurt a lot? <laughs> I get a lot of sharp pains out of nowhere pretty frequently. <laughs> Saturday nights at 10 o'clock, I, st- I always get a stabbing pain in my neck. No matter what I do, my lower back is just, definitely somebody messing with it. You know what sucks when you get older? You lose your hair. Bald, bald uh, voodoo dolls are the easiest to make, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you can't grow it back afterward, though. You shave a voodoo doll's hair. Then... <laughs> Not like those dolls from when we were kids where like, the Play-Doh hair would just like spring out, you know, and push it together. So, all right, so, so like, Aleister Crowley and all that stuff and magic with a K, I mean, you don't think anybody's ever, like, conjured up some demons or anything? Like, what do you think about that? I think it's all in our heads. I mean, like, spooky as hell, but I don't think there's, I don't know. It seems like that would be pretty easy to prove, like, if you could actually do that. Well, this one really smart dude I had on, uh, you know, I can't even think of his name right now. Oh, Dave Cyrus. Dave Cyrus. Um, he said that if we had that technology, if there were, if it was available, the powers that be would have exploited it. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's like, they would have bought it, exploited it. They'd be making money on it. <laughs> so, All right, listen, I think we're going to wrap up. Um, all right. Uh, anything going on? Why don't you give your plugs? Give your plugs of what you got going on. Oh, what do I got going on? I've got some shows in Harrisonburg, Virginia on the 10th and the 11th of next month of uh, June. Um, I've got, uh, oh, got a, my band, The Loss, is going to play on um, at Joe Squared in Baltimore uh, <coughs> sometime next month. And uh, I don't know, just listen to the Confessional Podcast. We'll have a new episode up soon. I think we're getting uh, Joey Z from Life of Agony, the band, fairly soon. Oh, I remember Life of Agony, I think. Yeah. They've had a yeah, they've had a big comeback recently. They they just put out a documentary 
um, that's that's really getting good reviews. They're singer well, like from Europe or something. What's that? Are they American? Yeah, they're they're from New York. They're oh, they from, are. Okay, all right. They're from, I believe, they're kind of part of the the Brooklyn hardcore scene, but then kind of became more of a, uh, you know, radio kind of a radio friendly metal band. You know, like they're yeah, a, yeah. They're I think I remember them from the the hardcore scene, from the New York hardcore scene. I think Life of Agony. It sounds familiar to me. Yeah, so. and their their lead singer actually just trans. Or, well, not just, but like a few years ago, transitioned to a woman. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that you know, that's like pretty phenomenal in the world of, of heavy metal. Yeah. So documentary about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's interesting right. stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So tell people where they can go to like find everything, Mike Moran. Uh, well, I'm Mike Moran comedian on Facebook, or you can just seriously just friend me on my regular page. That's if I have a following at all, it's on my regular page for some reason. That's why I asked all the questions for the confessional and everything on his Facebook page on his regular his wall, your Facebook wall, right? Is that yeah. it? Yeah, and then um, on Instagram, I'm uh, Mike underscore Moran underscore comedy, and I believe it's the same on TikTok as well. Whoa. All right. So, a support group for depression and anxiety where we eat cereal and whatever the hell works for you, recovery, if you're interested in either. Yeah. I mean, this guy, he's, he's one more. The one was a, a support group for depression and anxiety where we eat cereal, right? Yes. Yes. And then the other one is whatever works for you. Whatever the hell works for you. Whatever the hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had enough hell as a Christian pal, okay? Um, all right, Mike, listen, we're going to get going, dude. Thanks so much for helping me out, dude. I appreciate it. Thank you. Always a pleasure. All right, dude. I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you later. Dude, Mike Moran. Holy shit. I like that guy. He's funny and smart. He actually pays attention to what I say and, and <laughs> tries to understand it. That's, that's pretty fucking good. So, I don't know, search him out, go to his groups. If you're not feeling well, if you're feeling a little down, or if you want to laugh, his name is Mike Moran, and I'm Anthony Quinn. This has been Quinnspiracy. Cheers.